What's good, everybody? This is Silas from SilasBeats.info here with another episode of the Leverage Podcast, the podcast that helps you get ahead. This is episode 191, and in it, I want to talk about a question that I got from an artist. Uh, the question was, how, how did, basically, how does he get, rec- uh, how does he get recognition um, for what he's doing? He's an artist, and he wants, he just wants his music to be heard. And like the first thing I told him was like, hey man, you know, I'm getting this question a lot. A lot of people are asking this question. A lot of people, they just want to know how they can get their stuff heard. Every single artist wants that thing. And I mean, as any creative, we always want that to happen. We want two things. We want to be heard and we want people's support. Um, obviously in the form of uh, purchases, whether it's an album or a beat or services, whatever it is. So just to start it off, I think as a music producer or as an artist or as any sort of creative, you're, you're, the biggest thing you need to realize is how big your market is. Um, I told the guy, I was like, it's difficult to conceptualize how many people are actually doing what you're doing. And this guy let me know right from the beginning that he believes that he's talented which is the case with most people. Most people believe that there is a talent there. If we didn't, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing. We don't do what we... We don't continue having passion about things we don't feel um, we have a talent for. So um, I, I told him that, sure, you might be talented. Sure, you might feel like you're really good at something. But understand, firstly, how big your market is. Um, and in this situation, it's not you and 2,000 other people the amount of rappers in this country is I'd easily say it's a million, maybe even two million people in the country who want to rap. Thing is, I have a little bit more of a a better picture of how many the people there are because of the amount of people that come through to my studio and the amount of people that contact me on social media, the amount of people that I just see them all over the place. People trying to send me music. There are a lot of rappers out there. There are a lot of singers out there. There are a lot of beat makers out there. And unfortunately, what tends to happen is when a market becomes so packed full of people, it becomes difficult for you to be heard through the noise. This Hence that question. And hence why everybody's asking the same question. How do I get heard? Um, I... I was a little bit fortunate in that in my journey, um, I was a little bit early. I feel like I was just before the, the curve when it became cool to, for everybody to start making music. Before the 90% rule came in, before uh, trap was a big thing. So I kind, of, I kind of skipped all of that. So when I was making beats and when I put out my first beat tape, there weren't that many people making beats. In 2008 it was or 2009, one of those two years. But no one, not a lot of people were making beats back then. People were messing around with the program, but no one really knew how to get their stuff out there. Lucky for me, I knew to put my music online and I knew to start pushing the links to people. So when people came to me and they're like, dude, do you make beats? I'm like, yeah, have a listen here. Download my beat tape. People were just downloading my beat tape, using my beats, doing all kinds of things over my beats. And in that way, the name was spreading. It just moved around and... Uh, like it was it was an organic process and it grew and grew and grew and grew and then what happened was um when it came time for you know everybody jumping on the bandwagon and now everybody's making music i 
was a little at a little bit of an advantage because at least I had done some stuff. I, I even had one or two features, which was nice. Now it's I won't lie, it's a lot more difficult now because everyone's making beats. It's not difficult to get like back then. It was it wasn't easy to get a hold of a, a music making program. We didn't all know about FL Studio. We didn't all know about Reason and all know about how to crack stuff and how to get things. Now it's easy. And even people that did have FL Studio and whatnot didn't have the funding or the means or the knowledge to know where to buy a microphone, what type of mic to buy, do I need a pop filter, Do I need what cables do I need, uh, MIDI controller, what kind of things am I going to need in my studio. Bedroom studios were few and far between, and it was a little bit easier to get your stuff out there. Even like before that, like 10 or so years before me, it was, I feel like it was, if you had the means it was even easier. It's just becoming more and more difficult because there's a whole lot more people coming through. It's easier to get the programs. Now it's easy. Everyone's got FL Studio. Um, everyone messes around with all these programs. Getting a microphone. Microphone prices have become super cheap. Um, I think the, is it the the SE? Um, the SE, uh, the X1 is a really, really cheap, really, really good microphone. And like that, we've got the the Scarlet. I think the um, that the Scarlet Two I Two bundle, which is really really cheap, that someone can go in, spend a couple thousand rand, and have an entire studio. So, just think about it like that, and then just think of however many artists you think there are that are on your level in this country. Multiply that number by about a thousand, and that is basically what you're dealing with, right? To become recognized you'll need to do one of two things and preferably do them both the first one is going to be to develop your skill so much further develop it to a point where you're at a point where you're you're not like you're doing things so different you're doing things so so well that you are untouchable in your field so if you are a pianist you become the best pianist that you can and if you're a hip-hop music producer you become as good as you can at that therefore if anybody comes through you become that person you become known for that you kind of build into your niche and we can argue and say that we're kind of closing things off by saying that you're a pianist hip-hop producer that you're boxing yourself up but by having a niche you get a solid market right and as i said whatever number you're thinking of multiplied by a thousand so if you think that there are only 10,000 people in this country that appreciate um, hip-hop beats that are piano-based, multiply it by 1,000. You've got 10 more, which for me is more than enough people that appreciate that for me to actually want to do it. So if that's you, you do that. If you're a sample-based hip-hop producer and you're living in South Africa, build on your niche and develop that particular thing. Um, because what happens now is you start to become the, you start to become closer. You become closer to being number one in that thing. Let me give you an example, a nice example that, um, that I can use is Reverb Nation. Now, no one uses Reverb Nation anymore, but when I used to use Reverb Nation, I used to look at the charts and I used to think to myself, this is actually pretty weird because if you look at hip hop, right? If you look at the hip hop genre, if you have a track there, you might be, um, I don't know, you could be 15 million in the world, right? You could, be number, you could be number 15 million in the world. And in Africa, 
you could be number 1 million in South Africa you could be number 20,000 and in your city you could be number 15 right and that's all what you what we've basically done is we've just cut the number of people down each time we 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 go down one uh, one level right to being locally you know a high number but now if you can cut that number down by doing other things you start to be ranked higher right in this will will create an imaginary ranking system right you start to rank yourself higher the more rare you make yourself so if you are a rapper and there's 2 million people you could be anything between 2 million and 1 right and that you're not rare you're not a rare commodity so you're going to have to be really really good or really really lucky so why not take it one step further and become that person that maybe you rap in english and another language right and in all your raps that's what you do then instantly you might go from being anywhere between number 1 and 2 million and you could be between number 1 and 1 million in a different field of people who rap in two different languages right um and especially if it's a rare language maybe it's not necessarily another vernacular language or uh, like it could be french or i don't know portuguese and you could mix that with say zulu and say you rap english zulu portuguese right now we've taken it uh, uh, to a completely different place and you out of all the people in the country that rap in those three languages in all their tracks you might be n- anywhere between 1 and 300,000 You see now you've kind of you've cut yourself down a little bit. Now from there learn how to play the drums and learn how to play the piano. Right? Two skills that you can pick up on if you practice hard enough, right? Now out of all the people in the country that can rap in three different languages and play the guitar and play the piano, you are now one you you could be ranked anywhere between 1 and 500. You see now you've cut the number of people that you are me- that that are missing in your lane um to a a minimum right from there you can we can start we can go on and on and on and on we can say you have that and then on top of that you've got a clothing brand or there's something that you do else maybe you're a photographer add that in there now what happens is you start to niche yourself and I, i'm sure by the time you get you're a photographer you're a a pianist you're a drummer you rap in three different languages you're pretty much missing in a you're missing almost in your own lane almost i mean i don't i can't think of many people that can do that um i do know a few actually but yeah you're missing in your own lane completely and what that now means is that you're already at an advantage because one you're you're rare and two you're not running away from other lanes what you're doing is you're creating your own lane and everybody needs to have their own lane if you think of all the the international rappers at the moment the ones who are doing really well they all have their own lane we've got Eminem who who has his own lane he is he sticks out in a particular way he's always stuck out his his head his 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 problems that he talks about his head his funny jokey comical songs his head his very serious songs his head is like really weird and twisted songs and that's him let him do him and he raps over a particular type of beat um then you've got your 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 Macklemore who's also a white rapper but is not as 
Um, although he, like he's obviously from a different time, different age, a little bit more recent, but he goes in his own lane. He tells stories, but in a different way. You see, he's also got silly songs here and there, but he also does it in a different way. His beats for me, the beats that he uses, sound a lot more authentic than the beats that Eminem uses. And this is, for me, that, that is now another differentiating factor. You have Ryan Lewis, who might have more authentic, they, they might have access to more authentic sounds and more authentic stuff. You know, they might have more, um, more orchestras that they can mess with more choirs that they can mess with, more artists that they, that, that they can mess with. Meanwhile, Dre has a particular sound, right? I don't need to explain what type of sound he has. Dr. Dre. So, they're, they're really playing in two different lanes, right? And they build on those things. They build on whatever it is that they talk about. Macklemore seems to be someone who's a little bit more down-to-earth. I feel like I could sit and have a conversation with that guy. Um, whereas Eminem... In a lot of his songs, it sounds like he's a loose cannon. You see, so they they've built uh, they build this thing about them, and by you doing that, you become it becomes easy to set you apart. I won't lie to you. A lot of the people that sit in my contact list, as much as I want to differentiate everybody, it becomes difficult because what happens is everyone's got the same name. People are using the same um, uh, characters and their names. They all their A's or V's. Um, they're shoving X's in places. Um, they have a particular dress sense. They've got a particular haircut. Um, there's a particular, there's a particularness, right? And it stems from a place. But the issue there is that you've got a lot of other people doing the exact same thing. And again, use the same principle. Whatever number you're thinking of that people are doing, times that by a thousand. There are a lot of people doing exactly what you're thinking. Um... It's it's funny to think about that, that you're not really as unique as you might put yourself out to be. You always just multiply by a thousand. I was thinking the other day, I came up with a perfect idea for an app. I thought I was a genius. I thought I was a complete genius. Came up with a perfect idea for an app and I was on the shower. I was like, hmm, I'm actually going to do, I'm going to see if I can, you know, get a developer and see if I can sort this thing out and make the app happen. What happens? I realized, crap, I need to do some research. So I went on to Google um, and the the Google is it the App Store. Then I typed my app into the App Store, and there were so many apps that did that exact same thing. And I was like, "Crap! Like it's not as unique as I thought. I'm not as brilliant as I thought. Other people have had this idea, and they've already gone and developed this stuff. So, whatever you think you're doing that you think is unique, just carry on working at it further." develop your idea further had i sat down had i not gone onto the app store and, and had i sat down and tried to develop my idea further and then gone to the app store seen that there were other ideas then developed my app even further maybe it might have been a bit more unique you know it's that plus a twist um but again i'm playing in a lane that's already very very occupied um there was a guy on um uh, i was watching a youtube video um, and it was a this guy was asking it was he was asking asking Gary Vaynerchuk a question and he was talking about an app that he created that when he explained it it was basically Instagram it was picture based and he just he tweaked one or two things and I was like but okay cool but you now you're competing with Instagram why would I go to your shitty app when I've got Instagram why should I listen to you when I can go listen to Drake 
Why should I listen to you when I can go listen to Eminem? If I wanted a particular sound, I'll go straight to the source, where the thing came from. So this is what I'm saying. Your first thing that you're going to need to do, if you want that recognition that that guy was talking about in that question to me, the first thing you're going to want to do is try and be super, super defined, super, super niche. Um, that's, that has, it has to be, that has to be what you're going to do. Otherwise you're not going to get spotted. And I mean, over and above that, it's just going to be a case of building your networks. That's the second thing. I feel like the second thing is a whole lot more simpler, but it, in my mind, it's a lot more difficult to develop networks because people don't want to talk to other people. They just, I, artists comes through to me. They're like, yeah, I'm going to try and get quest on this song. I'm like, wait, who is this person again? You know? You're not going to jump from, from zero to Cuesta or from zero to AKA, from zero to Casper, unless you have a massive wad of cash. And even that doesn't secure you anything. They can just create the worst 16 you've ever heard. They have zero obligation to push the track. I Trust me, I've tried this. And I'm glad that I went through the whole process of trying to get a feature with someone because I realized that by getting a feature with someone doesn't mean that they're going to push the track. When someone gets a track produced by me, I'm not I'm not inclined to go and do anything. I don't have to tweet. I would if it's if I believed in the track and I and I was happy with the song and it was being marketed properly, I'd probably you know send one or two tweets out. I might retweet here, I'd retweet there. And I mean for the most part I do that, but if I don't believe in it, I'm not going to go out of my way to push something that I don't believe in. Right, so, yeah, it's a case of, I even want to throw hard work in there, but hard work is a given. You're only going to get the recognition after the hard work. And I think the hard work comes in by defining your sound, defining what you do. Um, just as an example, as I have my, my blog, which to this day, I've seen people in this country try to replicate. And unfortunately, either they are not able to write as well um, or at all, or they don't use original content. They're not getting their own articles written. They're not um, doing their own podcasts. Another thing as well with the podcasting, it's something that I feel not a lot of people can do. And in doing that, I've pushed myself further into my own lane. When I sample tracks, when I, when I take a track and I sample it, I sample it in a different way. I don't chop it the same way other people do. Send myself further down that way. I try to play piano from time to time. Sending myself even further down my own path. I try and play my little bongo drums that I know people don't have my bongo drums already. And that already puts me in a different place. When I'm making my beats, I try to add my vocals to the beat often. And I know no one has the same vocal tone that I do. And again, shoving myself further down my own lane. I'm actually in the, in the process of trying to pick up another instrument. And in doing that, again, slowly shove myself further down my own lane. And all these little things at the end of the day are going to play in my favor because when people want to profile me, they look and they're like, okay, snap, okay, this person is, you know, they're not doing things the same as other people. And as much as it might not be the commercial way of doing things or the typical way of doing things, when that pops off and when that does well, you are completely, you are so far off to the left, no one is around you, that you, you sit in your successful moments 
for longer. Whereas if you were one of those generic dudes in my in my contact list with the generic haircut and the generic song and the generic beat, it's like even if you do get a little bit of success, it doesn't last long. It'll last a couple of days or it just does it's not as authentic and it's not as genuine and at the end of the day it's not it honestly is just not worth it. So yeah. When it comes to recognition, it's not an easy thing and it's not something that you are struggling with alone. I even struggle with it now. This is why I'm trying to differentiate myself so much is because I still struggle with recognition. It's, it's, it's difficult. It's tough. I won't lie. It's difficult for me. It's going to be difficult for you. And especially in a situation where you, you're starting from scratch, I, I don't know what to say. Like I, it's going to be even more difficult. The amount of hard work that you're going to have to do to differentiate yourself and make yourself look like a unique commodity is going to, it's going to cost you a lot of time, effort, money, blood, sweat, tears, kitchen sink, everything. It's going to cost you a lot to do it. But at the end of the day, if you do it properly, you, you win. Yeah, so yeah, if you want to send an email through, maybe you've got your defining factor, you believe that you are talented or you believe that you're great at what you are doing, hit me up. Um, unfortunately, most of the time people come through, they, they, they basically have the same thing that I had when I tried to think up of that app. And get like, yeah, I've got a good idea. You know, this is going to be a hot track. Meanwhile, that thing has been done before. You haven't thought deep enough you haven't gone deep enough and figured out exactly how you can differentiate what you're doing so yeah spend a bit of time on that hit me up send me an email um head through to my website um and check out my blog i've got a couple of articles there that can help with this kind of stuff you know trying to build creativity trying to get yourself recognized marketing trying to promote yourself that kind of stuff uh, head through to www.silasbeats.info all the info will be up there and yeah let's keep the conversation going let's keep in contact peace